Welcome back to Vex Comics. I'm Jay, and I'm here to talk to you about different comic book characters and their story arcs and all of the things that go along with that at different franchises and all things comics. Uh, today, we're talking about Killer Croc, who I really like. Um, if you uh, happen to be watching this on like a video format, you might see my face right about now, um, which is cool because that means you're probably subscribed to me somewhere. As the only way to watch the video portion of the podcast is either like being a member of my Patreon or uh, to an extension watching this on my streaming service that has all the other comic book movies and other things and TV shows and movies and all kinds of shit. I mean, just piles and piles of things. Watch it for literal, I mean, months and years worth of content. Um, but yeah, so if you would, but if you'd like to subscribe to that, it's patreon.com slash Vex comics. All right. I'm a little, uh, but heard about this episode because I have already recorded it, but my mic was turned all the way down. So, oh, uh, yeah, that's a that's a rough a rough go at it. Means I had to delete the whole thing and redo it all. So here we are again, <laughs> talking about Killer Croc all over again. So, uh, Killer Croc is, uh, a neat character because he, he's always like in stuff, but he's, they don't ever really cover his, like his origins too much in a lot of stuff. I, I feel, um, they could do a, a better job of covering his origin. It's kind of, it's kind of boring, I guess. It's, it's pretty simple because he's kind of like a, a henchman, side bad guy and not like necessarily a like the joker or anything you know he's not like the riddler who has like a whole deal going on killer croc is more of a for not to make a pun but he's more of an underground uh, villain <laughs> but to uh to start us off waylon jones born waylon jones right uh, he was raised by his aunt Flowers in Gotham City uh, before becoming the monster he would grow up to be one day, cursed with an incurable birth defect that made him gradually become more reptilian in appearance. Jones was ridiculed as a child. Uh, one time, while Waylon was being bullied, a uh, policeman broke up the kids and sat down next to him. Now this policeman, named Houlihan, was born missing an arm. So he sat down next to Waylon and asked him what was wrong. And Waylon said that uh, he feels like a freak and that it hurts feeling like a freak. And Houlihan told him that it's he that you're not a freak and your differences may lead you to grow up to become king or president one day. Because that's kind of the thing that, you know, it's, people follow, you know, if your differences put you above others, 
um, then it's a thing that people follow kind of thing. He's, he's kind of giving him that whole spiel of stuff. And so he kind of took that, took that to heart. And so as, as Waylon grew into a young adult, uh, he seemed to embrace what he had become because he didn't really have a choice. So it was either that or nothing, right? So he eventually became a professional carnival wrestler at Haley's Circus, and Jones adopted the name Killer Croc. However, tired of people treating him like a monster because he looked different, Jones became bitter with the world and began to turn to violence, such as biting off his wrestling manager's hand when he was being verbally abused and uh, just other kind of situations like that where at one at one time he was embracing what he was and then as time went on he grew bitter uh by kind of being treated like shit by embracing his life and uh he would kind of he would watch cuz this is Haley's circus so uh the same circus that Robin was in with the fine graysons and so he would he would watch the Flying Graysons with envy because he could see how happy they were together while he suffered alone and you know, like envied their superstardom as the circus's main attraction. And he left when Dick Grayson was little, uh, but remembered him during his early career as Robin and kind of seeking revenge on like against him, which was weird because it's it's like, did he did he know who Robin was or or what, right? Because he never really he never revealed Robin's identity, uh, which is odd if he knew him. But it, it's it's a weird mix of he specifically targeted Dick Grayson uh, and him being Robin, but odd, very odd. Uh, Jones later as an adult took to the sewers of Gotham, finding it an appropriate place for him to live, you know, crocodiles, a sewer, you know, the whole thing. And uh, his shadowy nature and monstrous appearance made him appear like as a threat to the city's protector, Batman. Uh, because it was like, we have a monster in the sewers that eats people's hand and bites people's heads off and stuff. So, to call in the Batman, right? And uh, so the two battled each other a few times over over some time. And during Batman's second years of vigilante, uh, Waylon like participated in the War of Jokes and Riddles between the Joker and the Riddler for the right to kill Batman. And Croc volunteered for the Riddler's army, and alongside multiple other members of Gotham's worst fought for weeks with the bat, unable to control the violence. Uh, eventually, Batman was forced to work alongside the Riddler in order to stop the Joker. And when the clown was finally cornered, uh, they double-crossed Croc and the rest of Nigma's army by simultaneously incapacitating all of them with Kiteman's kites. Don't know. I don't know how. It's a, a kite man is a weird character. Uh, I might even cover him later, just because it's so much. 
But uh, so, so he just like constantly feels like he gets the shit under the stick, right? You know, he's if it if it's a situation, Killer Croc's in it, it's not going to go well for him. He's just like ugh, every time. But Killer Croc's position in the criminal hierarchy of Gotham would vary drastically over the years. Uh, he was often muscle for other criminals, um, but Croc was at one point enough of a like consideration as a gang kingpin and enough to an attend a meeting of Gotham's crime syndicates alongside Oswald Cobblepot, Roman Sionis, and the Joker. And, and at a point when Croc wasn't locked up in Arkham Asylum, he fought Roy Harper, who was like a sidekick to Arrow, or the Green Arrow. Uh, and they kind of fought in a place called Hell's Kitchen. But he quickly noticed that Roy wasn't fighting back, and he figured out that Roy was trying to use him to commit assisted suicide. In a weird turn of events, uh, Killer Croc ended up comforting the ex-sidekick Roy uh, instead of fighting him. And in an even weirder turn of events, Croc actually became Roy's sponsor for his alcoholism, which is pretty cool. Kind of weird, but pretty cool. Uh, But still acting as the big and bad killer Croc and taking advantage of the crime syndicate's arrival onto Earth, Killer Croc took to the sewers of uh, blackened and broken Gotham, taking in refugees from the chaos above and dubbing himself King Croc, uh, which is neat because it's kind of like a thing from before, right? The prophecy was fulfilled. Uh, and he, he taught the people how to survive in the sewers with him, becoming the leader of a large band of survivors. Because he's kind of he's a nice guy. Oh, I mean, he's a killer croc and kills people, but he's he's sympathetic to others. I think. Uh, as the criminals on the surface began to fight each other for dominance in the unofficially named Arkham War, Killer Croc struck a deal with the Arkham criminals, uh, led by the Scarecrow, in order to protect his precious sewer system. And as the two spoke in the broken Wayne Industries building, Bane, the leader of the Blackgate criminals, arrived and decided to fight Killer Croc instead. You know, kind of interrupted him and Scarecrow's meeting about making like a a group and like a partnership. He interrupted the meeting and decided to fight Killer Croc, uh, throwing him out the window to his apparent death. However, Croc managed to survive the fall and continued to support Scarecrow's plot for dominance. Being tricked into drinking venom-laced wine, Croc fell to the drug's effects, becoming an even bigger hulking giant, which is what we see in this video version, this like picture here. Um, even so, uh, Croc again was beaten by Bane, so... Uh, in a final fight for control of the city, left unconscious in the street, Gotham's new protector, Bane, victorious, victoriously stood over him 
just you know he's a he beat like this giant monster basically so after the fall of the crime syndicate uh killer croc retook his residence in the sewers of gotham city when zombies showed up under arkham asylum and began to eat some people down in the sewers yeah he was initially assumed to be the reason for the victims because it's like oh there's a guy that eats people in the sewers giant monster and now we have dead people in the sewers i mean it's him yeah right i mean (laughs) so (laughs) but uh as batman and jason uh, like learned jason bard i guess learned uh Croc was simply acting as the champion of the lowest classes who lived down there, pretty much. People who who Batman never directly helped at all and the Gotham City Police Department ignored. They all kind of gathered in the sewers and lived there as like away from society under the rule of Killer Croc. And at the request of Poison Ivy, who had been working with uh, Catwoman at the time, Croc fought and defeated Bane in, like, 1v1 combat, using his knowledge of the workings of Venom that he earned through the Arkham War to bleed the Venom out of Bane's body before tying him up for Batman to take into custody. And after this, Killer Croc has been seen acting as, like, a bodyguard for Catwoman since then. Um... That part's kind of kind of convoluted, but it's uh, Poison Ivy like asked him to do it, and Catwoman was working with her at the time, so they they kind of talked a lot during this whole situation, and uh, Catwoman liked how how strong Killer Croc was, and felt that he could protect her. So that's how that kind of happened. But during the Joker's endgame plot against Batman, the clown gassed the entire city with Joker venom. Uh, Croc, meeting up with a group of Batman's rogues that had escaped Arkham Manor, decided to help the heroes save Gotham from the Joker. Working together, Croc fended off a crowd of Jokerized citizens while Batman battled the Joker until they both perished beneath the streets of Gotham. And uh, at some point, Croc was taken into custody and put onto Amanda Waller's Suicide Squad. So uh, Croc and the revamped Suicide Squad would go on a mission to retrieve a cosmic item from a Russian undersea prison, which was revealed to be a portal to the Phantom Zone. And they encountered General Zod. While fighting Zod... Uh, the Enchantress was almost killed before Croc intervened. Enchantress being a member of the Suicide Squad. And after the mission, Croc and June had a heartfelt conversation and embraced. Their relationship had a kind of a rocky start. Uh, During a mission in New York, Croc would try to encourage her to try to start a relationship, but later kind of expressed fear and started crying that he would lose her if you know if if she was able to achieve her dream so it's kind of it's kind of weird like he doesn't want he can't have her 
reach her full potential because then she'll be gone and he doesn't want to lose her. So it's a weird thing. So the Enchantress rampaged in New York City until it was revealed that uh, it was a editor from a magazine company who rejected June, which caused this rampage. And after being convinced by Croc to kind of reevaluate her, he decided to give her some freelance work and moved by Wayland's actions, June uh, reigned in the Enchantress and thanked her love for helping her. And the two have been working together and helping each other ever since. Uh, we might see more of Killer Croc if more Suicide Squad stuff comes out, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, overall, she, like they did end up, you know, staying together for it, which is kind of nice. There, it's it's cool that they get to be together. Um, but you know, we don't really have too much of Killer Croc just because he's more of a sidekick in most stories, but not necessarily sidekick, but muscle, you know, it's not, it's not covered very well. Um, but he is in a lot of suicide squad stuff, which is interesting, but that's pretty much it for killer croc. I mean, it's a relatively short episode. If you, uh, if you'd like to watch stuff with killer croc in it you can head to my patreon at patreon.com slash vex comics uh there you can sign up for my uh, streaming service and it's got all the movies of any dc thing that has existed ever um and many of them with killer croc in it so if you'd like to watch more of him and you can find stuff there um it's ten dollars a month or whatever yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's uh I think next episode it's Harley Quinn, maybe? I don't know. Uh a lot of a lot of the episodes this time seem to be uh kind of correlating easily with each other. Just uh they all have different moments that intertwine like the war of jokes and riddles and stuff with Killer Croc and now with Harley Quinn and Killer Croc with Harley Quinn, and it's a nice little easy fluid segues. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I kind of like Killer Croc. He, he seems like a good guy overall. I mean, out outside of the murders and stuff, but I'm sure he's been made fun of his whole life. But outside of that, I mean, he's he's done some pretty good stuff. He's just he's a good guy. Really, I mean, he takes care of a lot of people that are thrown away in Gotham City and uh, just without skipping a beat and teaches them how to survive on their own uh, with, well, not, I guess not on their own, but with the other people, the other survivors, it's it's a good deal. And he's kind of, he's, he's cool. He's a cool character to look at. He's like a big hulking guy, right? But uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, like I said, next episode should be out uh, Monday at 8. Uh, every Monday at 8. And it should be Harley Quinn unless I change it at the last minute. Which I've been known to do. So I will see you and talk to you then. She actually thought of me.
thought of me enough to decide that I was the guy she would trust the whole funness of her party. She wanted to fuck me, she wants my dick. I just wanna fuck. Like a litter box, I put the pussy right on it I am not trying to cuddle, so don't get caught in the moment I'ma need you to kill it, then have to send your condolence When it come to pleasing you, baby, I'm really devoted Then like a skeleton, we need to be boning I'm trying to tell you, I'm a freaky ass messy motherfucker And if I let him hit, then ain't a happy motherfucker And when I throw it back, you better smack it, motherfucker I grab this hard drive and then hack the motherfucker, baby I just wanna Yeah, that doesn't mean you shouldn't just always be prepared. You know, you didn't even bring a car. 